I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast for round 22-2016. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who this week was sacked mm. as North Melbourne's weight coach after failing to spot Sam Gibson. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, what a mistake. I mean, it wasn't my fault. Okay, so the, the barbell fell on Sam Gibson's face. Yeah, 22, 20 kilo barbell. 20 kilo barbell. Crushed his head. Pretty much concussed him. Sent him to hospital. Had to get stitches. He had a fit. He had a fit. He was convulsing yeah. on the floor. Yes. But in my defence, the dressage was on. Ah, uh, okay. And when those horses trot sideways, I'm like, what else is supposed to? What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to concentrate on Sam Gibson when the dressage is on? Is that fair enough? Actually, I was angry at you. Now I completely understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what comes first, Sam Gibson? Yeah, or a dressage. horse doing, doing yeah. hopscotch? No, not just a horse, but a horse with like little plaits. Little plaits, yeah. Yeah, and a, and a man cornrows. Yeah, cornrows, <laughs> and a man on top in a lovely suit mm-hmm. with like tan pants and a blue. Uh, waistcoat. Am I right? Do they wear a top hat or they just absolutely wearing... they yeah, wear a top they're, they're, hat? Obviously, oh. it's the Olympics. Yeah, it's it's professional, Michael. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I had a top hat on in the gym. because yes. I love the dresser yes, so and much. Slip and down over your eyes and yeah. then you drop the weights on Sam Gibson. Dropped a little little bit of a weight, hit him on the ground. He went to the ground. Then Lindsay Thomas went to the ground, <laughs> and it was just it was unbelievable. It was, it was all on. And yeah. so I've been sacked. So I'm not going back there. So if North Melbourne. Don't go very well in the finals. Mm-hmm. Blame them because they they fired they got me. Rid of their I had coach. I had them condition. They were ready to roll, mate. Yeah. They could have gone at least into the second week with me as really? their conditioning coach. There is no doubt about that. Okay, well they're happy to go in the first week at this stage. Well, I mean they're there. They are. So don't worry. They are. We'll get on to that. The final eight has been set. We've got big news, Adam. We uh, have our merch. Oh, yeah. We've talk merch. Don't skip through. We've got ads. Yeah. <laughs> We've got our merch. Yeah. Go to junktime.bigcartel.com. Get our stubby holders, our famous stubby holders. Yeah. One saying, I heart the footbridge. The other one saying, it's Gatorade Bukaki time. Oh, yeah. Available for $18 for one. Yeah. Uh, and 25 for two. Okay, now you can go to junktime.bigcartel.com. We apologise about the shipping. They'd be 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. But we got out eight because of the postage. So Australia Post is screwing you over. The government is screwing you over, not us. We would never do that to our, our millions upon millions of No, fans. absolutely. And you know what? When you get it delivered, if you're at home and the, the, uh, the postie buzzes on the, on the door and hands you the package, just give a little give a, give give a, a jab little, a punch. Get a little jab. Yeah. If you've got a 22, 20 kilo weight, maybe just chuck just it, drop it on his face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just teach him a lesson. Go, that wasn't worth eight bucks, mate. Here we convulsing on the floor and you go, well, shouldn't have charged eight dollars, mate. It's fine. Yeah. Or if you're in Adelaide and you see someone drinking from a, an I Heart the Footbridge stubby holder... Just go take it. I, I condone that. I, I condone theft at this point in time. Absolutely. And Adelaide is in no way known for uh, its ridiculous crimes. No, or, or overstepping the boundaries of anything we've done in the last... That we've learned over the last 10 years. And we also have our live show on Sunday, September 4, at 4pm at the European Beer Cafe. We had a big uh, guest inclusion this week. Oh, massive in. In. Who? 
Well, you say his name. How would you say it, mate? Uh, well, I would say... I'd I, say Bomber. Uh, what would you say? Out of habit, I began to say Tomo. i got yeah. to actually stop that. But yeah. it's Mark Bomber Thompson. Yes. So thank you very much, Belinda, from Penguin Books, for hooking that up for us. Bomber Thompson's going to be there and Brendan Favola, the Fevolution. It's, it's going to be, be fantastic. It's going to be a great afternoon. It's quite the lineup. I'm really looking forward to hearing what Bomber's got to say because he's pretty, he was always great in the box, you know, eating his sangers, just uh, chilling, back, chilling, chilling yep. out, kicking back. And he was always great in press conferences. He always answered the questions. He didn't fuck around. And... And I'm just looking forward to him being open and honest at a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. What could go wrong? Oh, we're going to get the uh, the news of the year, I reckon. We're yeah, gonna, we're going to we're going to we're going to break them both. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think there'll be uh, we'll be in Robbo's likes and dislikes. <laughs> there Good. is no doubt about that on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, more Robbo to come, actually. We've got a special uh, a special spotting of Robbo. Yeah, so where can you get the tickets for our live show, Michael? Trybooking.com, type in Junk Time. Now, Junk Time A4 Podcast, you can type that in. Now, Trybooking can sometimes be a bit finicky with the search engine, but mm. type in Junk Time A4 Podcast live and you'll find it. Uh, hopefully, you might have to scroll down. So tickets only $10 for an afternoon. What else are you going to do? There's no footy on. You've got no, if you're, if you're outside the top eight, you've got no life to live at the moment. For a lot of people, yeah, their year's over. It's all over. Yeah, like well, the for, whole thing, yeah. the year, the whole point. Like, for like 12 teams. Yeah. It's all over. Stop. Well, for eight, 10. No, mate. I'm saying there's a couple of cuts <laughs> further. So for 12 teams, mate, you know you're out of it. So come along. Enjoy yourselves. Now, our poor friend, she's been sitting here for ages yeah. with, uh, listening to a couple of arseholes do plugs. Well, mate. We've got a very special guest. First time in Wayne Jackson Studios. Please welcome Tegan Higginbotham. Tegan, thanks for coming Hi. in. Thanks for having me. You must be excited after today's big win. You're a fellow Carlton supporter. I am. It was a really, it was a nice win because we lost mm. last week to Brisbane and it was a shit house match. That wasn't, it wasn't good. And uh, and I think that just just improving upon that performance before the end of the season was really really necessary. That I mean, it was bittersweet in that of all the teams I would have wanted to knock out of the finals, Melbourne wouldn't like wouldn't I, be up there. Wouldn't be up there. Yeah. And the fact that our one has helped North in some way kind of makes me feel a little bit ill. Yeah. But uh, but it was a good, it was a nice little win. Now, that's fair enough. I, I went to the game today and uh, the MCC was chock-a-block of Melbourne fans thinking, here we go. Here We're we going to be one game away. <laughs> oh, of course. They got on board, yeah. Yeah, no, that was packed and there was a lot of people leaving during the third quarter. Uh, oh, really? Sorry, during the last quarter. They were very disappointed. Which and, uh, I have sorry. to admit, that's still, that's still pretty pessimistic on their part because they were playing Carlton. No, I know. I, I certainly I certainly wasn't confident with them leaving. I was I like, was, mate, this, this is the Blues. Yeah. You can still pinch this. I was texting Vic Healy at a half time because yeah. she was feeling really depressed and I was like, nah, you're fine. Yeah. Don't worry. It's the Blue Baggers. <laughs> now, how did you come to be a Carlton supporter? Uh, Dad was a Carlton supporter. Mum was a Carlton supporter. There was no choice for me. Good. Uh, to the extent that I was once sat down and given a talking to when I came home and said that I might be interested in the cats because I liked cats as an animal. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I actually got a talking to from Dad that that's not what we do in this house. And your parents no. said, no, we're all about depression in this family. <laughs> we'll go with the blues and stick with them. So what would your early memory Like, how old are you now? I am now 28. So what would your early memories be? It's that 95 era. It's yeah. winning. It was a team that was excellent and I believe believe that I had picked, Continue forever. picked <laughs> yeah, a yeah. very Chosen good well. team. Yeah, I absolutely. thought things were going to be good. Yeah. And I was just, I was really, you know, rose-coloured glasses for so many years because we were getting all these great draft picks after that little slump that we had. Yep. And, you know, my dad did that thing of going, this is normal. This is the cycle of a football team. Yep. You have your finals. You have a load of people who retire and all that sort of now, stuff. Now, this is and a then, cycle of other football teams that we are now in the mix of. 
Well, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. and and we Weird. just uh, we there were a few mistakes made there, and we missed that cycle where we're meant to then start moving up again. Yeah, and it's just been a, it's been a really difficult time. And then we, the got Mick and then we got Malthouse. Then we got Malthouse. Worked out a fucking treat. <laughs> worked out so well. So how are you feeling now though with really Bolton? Really uh, Yeah. Really, so really how many good. how many games are you going to end up on? About eight or nine? Uh, yeah. I think we'll win seven for the season. Yeah, it's from not memory. up yeah. that right. high. Yeah. But for me, it was the honesty that I have felt, you know, from the team this season. They've been really honest, really upfront. Yeah. And I also think this win was a little bit necessary for Bolts because it was, despite all the lovely words and the rebuild and the journeys and all that sort of yeah. stuff, we were losing a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. we were. We and were. so this one was actually quite necessary for us after, you know, all those close games were fine, but losing to Brisbane was not. Because he had the, uh, yeah, the four-peat where everyone oh, went Oh, mate, off. our run of wins was incredible. I think and we did a pot after afterwards with yeah. you and we had to, like, delete it because yeah, it, was, that's right. it was all over the shop. Yeah. And then after that, we, we were only ever losing by, it was less than two goals. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were, we were competitive and that's all that Carlton fans wanted to see. But then yeah. when, you, when you're competitive nine times in a row and it doesn't get you a victory, you're like, oh, fuck this. Fuck I want to win. Me. Now, well, we have uh, Brendan Favola on our, uh, yeah, on our live do. show. Now, you did a festival show about the Feb. I did, and I squealed when I found out that he was going to be on your show. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I did a show about Fev, and I met him. I went and had a coffee with him, and I, I thought he was lovely. So tell us about the show. This is, this is pre-I'm a Celebrity. Uh, this was a sh- – shut up. Yeah, before uh, he went corporate. Yeah. 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 He was great on I'm Celebrity, though. Yeah, yeah. Did but you watch, watch like, it at all? Oh, no, I guess he is celebrity now. Yeah, yeah he's absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's got his own breakfast show. He's on breakfast radio. Yeah. But the moment when he comes... He's and, on um, all the posters and everything. He spots yeah. his uh, daughter in the camp for the first time in, you know, a month and a half. Yep. It's a beautiful moment. Get, get online. Check it out. Fev jumps up and down. G'day, love. Yep. That is how he talks, too, <laughs> well, by the like, way. He's very excited. Yeah, no, but you did a show about, about Fev. I did, because uh, I loved him. He was my hero when I was growing up. He was the, the, the player that I really got behind. So yep. I did this show called Touched by Fev, which, in <laughs> retrospect, mistake. <laughs> yep. Because uh, when, you, when you Google my name, that's what comes up after it. And did that, oh, context, right. Yeah. Did that never pop into your head at all until someone oh, brought it up? No, it was great. It was a great name. I just didn't, you know, I didn't realise that people would still be talking about the show many gotcha, years later. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. You, I mean, you're not the first. Uh, and so, <laughs> uh, no one does a show about it. The, so I kind of, I, I knew that Melbourne was quite a small place and I didn't want to write a show about this guy and not say anything to him because I knew he would find out. Yep. So yeah. I got his number uh, through a friend and gave him a call and we had coffee and he was really supportive of the show. He was so like, say what you want. Would that have been about 2013 or 14? Uh, I'm bad with years. Yes. Yeah. No, a little so bit So he finished, he'd finished football. He about was maybe 2011. In kind of, was he maybe finished football, maybe in kind of his early, lack of a better word, disgraced period? Yeah, people weren't looking fondly on yeah. Ferv back then. That's for, that's for sure. And so what kind of stuff did you say to him? Like how did you, how did you broach it? I want to meet up. Uh, I just told him, honestly, that, you know, when I was young, because he was, you know, Dandenong boy, I was Dandenong. I just felt like we had a lot of stuff in common. Mm-hmm. And... For a while, I wasn't really reading the news. You know, I, I would just watch the game and wow. I wouldn't be paying attention to a lot of other stuff because, you, you know, it just wasn't my interest. And then when I started really looking at the guy and, you know, you had all that stuff like the, the Lara Bingle photo scandal and that which turned out to be false thing where he apparently exposed himself to a woman in a car park when he was playing up at Brisbane. Like, these were horrible stories. It's pretty incredible that that's false and he loses his job over it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that was harsh. It was a harsh end. They were yeah, looking I, for a reason. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, he kept on going out and getting 
drunk in what's it called up there? The Valley. Uh, Fortitude, Fortitude Valley. Valley. Yeah. Valley. I think he's been raced like two times and stuff. Oh, fuck. You three know, strikes was, and you're out, not two. Yeah. He was yeah. in a really bad way, I think. Anyway, and that, yes. but that was the thing that you know. Because uh, I mean, Vossi's never punched a bike out the front of the pub. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but uh, the thing that I also find interesting is the the changing atmosphere that footballers have to survive in and thrive yeah. in. And that I was fascinated to hear what he had to say. And you know, he said that when he started playing football, you'd play the game and then you'd go to the pub with all the team afterwards, and you'd all be there with your families, and you could sit down and have a drink, and that was normal. Whereas now you just can't do it because you'll be photographed and you'll be swamped. And yeah. that night, I even look back at the fact that when he joined the club, he had people paying his phone bills for him and managing his finances and you're like well that was yeah you know I mean, that was never going to work yeah i mean the pink dildo was supplied <laughs> he didn't have to pay for that you know little things like that that you don't think about came yeah, from yeah. the coterie group yeah yeah <laughs> that's the kind of thing that he was taken care of at every step of the way and so you walked away with a, a greater affection for him well i think that you or was know he just kind of a bit of a kind of a did he come a, to the show no, he didn't come to the show. Oh, Fef. Which, got, to be what? honest, I was doing the show uh, upstairs at this room. Uh, so there's a bar in the city called Spleen. A lot of comedy happens there. I was upstairs at Spleen. The room is like a broom closet. It is yeah. not a big room. And if he was in the room, I don't think I would have been able to... Like, well, it would have been pretty weird. It would have been really weird. Yeah. So although it would have been lovely for him to see the show, yeah. I'm glad he didn't come. Yeah, okay. He strikes me as a bit, and even now, I suppose, he strikes me as just a bit of a... Well, I don't know if I'm saying this out of school and he's going to be with us in about two weeks, but he strikes me to be kind of like a damaged little boy. Uh, he's certainly really young at heart, mm. if that's yeah, one I wouldn't way say, I wouldn't say it. damaged. He I, just, um, I just don't think there's stuff that he wants to connect with and he doesn't. And for what, one thing I kind of realised is it's a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde thing with him with regards to alcohol. I think that he's one of these guys that if he drinks, he drinks lots, and if he drinks lots, bad stuff happens. Yeah. You know, I, I – because there were stories that I also heard from other people, you know, women getting in contact with me on social media going, oh, I've had this experience. And, you know, stories where I was like, well, that's that's a really bad experience. Yeah. My personal experience was he was a very lovely person mm. who really was just obsessed with his kids. You know, he really loved his kids. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one with him. But I think that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And, and that 09 Brownlow – when he got yes. that was quite notorious in terms of well yeah and he wasn't helped out by what we saw know. what we didn't see and yeah. the hence rumor mill yeah yeah it yeah and that was another long. one where absolutely he got drunk and he behaved that way on camera and where were his friends in that situation yeah. well yeah there is where was that. the responsibility you, of the network in that yeah. situation how do you not get him out of there yeah, yeah. i mean you, you couldn't do that in any other form of television you couldn't show up that drunk and walk around and be filmed for an hour yes but it also it wasn't live so he wasn't helped out at all yeah yeah that wasn't live no, no, no. Because oh, Brownlow's on a Monday and they went to air on a Thursday. Yeah, what? so they, they showed, the they footy show showed like edited highlights of, they said, you know, we're not going to, sh- we don't, we're yeah, we're not going to show everything. Controversy, we're not going to show stuff, but here's some stuff. Yeah, but it was like street talk. So that was an edited package that yeah. they put on. So they kind of, that's the reason that it went to air. Oh, it's Because like, they were like, oh, oh this is fantastic. Yeah. Which, yeah. It's like that one earlier this year, NRL footy shop. Yeah. Like, like, footy shop. In my head, it's been like saved as something that was happening just, you know, during the brown. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, not at all. No, no, Channel 7 didn't get him as a part of the coverage. No, no. Yeah. I knew it was a footy show, but yeah. Yeah, I wow. They no, no. Channel Seven was... were too busy with the rotisserie because there was a horrible thing in the uh, NRL footy <laughs> show earlier this either. year where oh. they have the the host, uh, whatever I can't remember his name, but the 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 dude doing essentially street talk, and there's a, a horrific racial reference about um the, a lady looking into the front window of a, a pet, pet shop. shop, and I, you, I cannot believe that that got to air by the fact that that had to go through. Yeah, editors. producers and everything. Producers and looked at and oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no, still let's, funny. Let's let's that's a good joke. No, I love the 1950s. It's great. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. yeah. So anyway, look, uh, before we continue on, uh, there's a segment that we do every week in this show, and I'm sorry to bring it up now, uh, Tease, but you can get involved. It's a segment we like to call, Who's on Top of the Ladder? <laughs> and we do it every week. Great. Yeah, and it's really good fun. I haven't even looked at the ladder this week. I haven't yeah, even had a look. Let's have a look. Have a look. What is that? Fuck you. Oh, guys. what? <laughs> Hang on. Should I just assume that Hawthorne is Sydney? What's so Sydney Hawthorne on isn't on top of the no, ladder. No, it's Sydney then Adelaide. And wow. Hawthorne Oh, look, anyone Fuck, can have a good... it's a good, good segment. <laughs> Sorry, Michael, I didn't even know. Anyone can have a good percentage, you know. So I didn't even realise. Oh, sorry, buddy. Yes, yeah, what happened just, uh, there? That came out of the blue. We went and played a better team over there. They're hard to beat over there. And also, I mean... So it's, it's geography. Yeah, we didn't have Brereton. We didn't have Langford. We didn't have New. <laughs> yeah, the big guns. Yeah, yeah. we didn't have Michael Tuck. Lee you Matthew, lost Segler. Lee Matthews wasn't playing. Yeah. Yeah, so we've dropped from, uh, well, heck, what, three weeks ago we were two games up. Yep. And now we've dropped down to third. And the possibility of going to fourth uh, if Geelong game currently in progress wins. So Hang on, can you do a live ladder for us? Uh, let me see. Geelong are... Uh, I've got to go back to the FL website. Well, if Geelong are leading, then, uh, then you guys go ahead, don't you? Straight away. Uh, essentially, if Geelong win, then yeah. we're done. Yeah, so Geelong are 82 right now to oh, seven goals up. 46. So uh, you're not getting the home game first round finals? No, it looks like they'll be, at the moment, they'll be in Sydney first week of the finals. Oh, oh that team we beat up there. Or maybe we should go to Adelaide because we uh, we beat them over there oh, as yeah. well. So, yeah, okay. So, so, so really, geography I've... isn't an issue for you guys. No, they travel. They, so travel, so they travel really well. I guess it was... As long as it's not fucking I mean, you're ruining this segment for us, by the way. But it was a good segment. It was a great segment. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, no, it's good. No, I love going into state and having you know, away wins. Stirring away wins. Interstate yeah, yeah, wins. Okay. Where we can horses. Yeah. That's the way it's going to be. The problem is I've actually been saying for a while that I think this is going to be another Hawthorne flag. I hope it's an Adelaide flag. Mm. Uh, but I think it's going been a Hawthorne flag, so you guys need to up your game. Yeah, I think. What do you reckon at the minute, Adam? What are your, what are your predictions? So we got. I, I've got a feeling Sydney might be pulling it off. Uh, yeah, but they were the, when you smashed them a couple of years ago, they were on top, and you guys just timed your run. I think you, you're struggling with injuries, and your forward line is a little bit kind of wonky. Yeah, and you really miss suckling. On the no, um, uh, Stratton on the weekend. Yes, that's a good point. Actually, I it was a huge out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was just you know that meant Gibbo had to go. And not be the third man up. He had to play... Uh, Eagles you know. to have a few of those kind of towering forwards. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so you got Clark carved up a bit that. But, you know, Clarko is just the master at fixing those holes. And, you know, the, the players would be too scared to lose. Well, I think also the way the football narrative goes these days, it's just week after week. It's like week by week. Well, that is true. So this Teams week are written gonna, off. They're going to come out and say, we can't do it, we can't do it. Yeah. And, yeah. and who knows whether we will or won't. Yeah. But, uh, it, yeah, it just kind of goes week, week by week. Next week, there'll be... Then the eight will be settled. Then they'll be making their yeah. predictions. Who's going to the be? The thing is, as well, even when Hawthorne's on top, there's no buzz about Hawthorne anymore. Like it's a blank no, spot when they're on top. So boring. No, but I just mean like they're never going to have that buzz. So the buzz is always going to be about the Swans and stuff like that. I, I yeah. I think Adelaide are playing very well. They're at the playing moment. exciting football. Mm. Yes, they are very exciting, aren't they? Yes. I'm excited by them. And two home finals for them. I mean, if, if the Swans play. Well, Swans play Hawks. They're probably going to do that at ANZ, which I think takes away a huge advantage for them. Yeah, I, I, I find it ridiculous that the Swans actually agree to play finals there by the fact that you play at the SCG for thirty years mm. and then you go and play over in fucking Homebush. Yeah, why? 
Why? Yeah, bigger, bigger oh, space. Yeah, the I've shape not of, been. Oh, the shape of the ground. Yeah, just the shape of the ground and the atmosphere that you can get. Like, I mean, the SAJ, you know, you get No, no, no. Sorry, I mean, but, you know, at the other stadium, why is it so... Why are they making... Why are they agreeing to go out there? Oh, because I suppose they make... They've got their contract and they make yeah. some money and they go, well, we can get... If the possibility might get 60000 there, that's yeah. better than getting 40000 It's good, though, because SAJ. this one's just struggling. So it'd be nice <laughs> to see them with a bit of extra coin. Uh, you know, they might be able to get some better players up there. A bit of pocket money. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nat was sad. Very sad. Oh, that was bad, wasn't it? Have we got confirmation that it's yes, actually it's an ACL? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. yeah, that's so full it on. could be yeah, a year. Yeah, he's gone for a year, and that's a real shame because he changes them. He just makes them so much better team, and mm. they, you know, they're formidable when he's in up and about. And I, I mean, I, you know, every kid loves Scott Lysette. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but he's no Nick Nat. He doesn't have a. There's no Scolite. You know, he doesn't have a shortened version of his name. So. I think they're, they're going to struggle. Although it looks likely that they may have a first home final. Yeah. Although that means they have to... No, will the doggies get that? So well, I think, I think if it continues, I think Eagles finish fifth. Or okay. Sixth, fifth or sixth. Yeah, right. Yeah. So there still are permeations of the eight, are there? Oh, it could chop and change, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's unbelievable. Sure. And can teams outside the eight still shape the eight? No. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, actually, okay. very good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of shape in the eight going on. Oh, that's all that matters. But no one can get into the eight, so it's set. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ross Lyon, man. Oh, speaking of Perth footy. Yeah. It's all fallen overtake. Are you a fan of Ross Lyon? Uh I I don't really I'm neither don't here care. nor there. Yeah. But you know, when I look at him I think father. You know, that's what <laughs> really? I think when I look at him. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Angry dad, happy dad? Oh, just you know, he's a father figure and I think it comes mm-hmm. across. Yeah, okay. You know, which probably You think all the players think he's a father figure? Yeah, no, I have a feeling they do, which explains everything that's been happening this year. It's just daddy issues. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's just been a year of daddy issues. Well, that's very interesting that you actually bring that up, <laughs> just by the fact we do have some quotes here from Ross Lyon on Thursday. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and he says, um, There's some players on these lists that describe me as a father figure. So, if you think my behaviour with those players can be so disparate from other players, I think you're living in Gaga land. I don't think I've heard a coach say Gaga land before. No, I know. Do you, re- do you reckon players do see him as a father figure? I mean, kind of like a father figure in the fact that, you know, he can control your life a little bit, but... He'll beat you with a metal bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of dad is it? It's not yeah. a good dad, is it? I, you know, it's people, a psychopath dad. Do you ever go to kids' houses when you were growing up and, like, there was, like, a scary dad? Yeah. And you kind of go, I'm not messing with that motherfucker whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. I, I knew a weird dad, the one that would just, like, even when kids were over at his house, would kind of just hang out still in his jocks. And it's like, oh, weird dad, weird Jesus. dad, <laughs> creepy dad. Okay. You shouldn't have gone over to that house no, more I than once. Yeah. yeah. Guess where my parents met him? Through church. Oh really? Yeah, they oh. were our church friends. I want more details about this. So what kind of what kind <laughs> yeah. of church are you going to? Uh, so what would it have been? I'm a gosh, one with the cross, Christian, Catholic. I don't know. I can't even remember. <laughs> really? Yeah, I did. You know, I did Sunday school and all that sort of stuff. But I guess. Oh, so did you have like communion? Did you get uh, confirmation? Did you get reconciliation? No. I was. Oh, hang on. I was christened. There we go. Aren't they all christened? Yeah, I think so. I think you have to kind of get christened. Well, if you... You You can see that it really touched me when I was younger and I really connected with the You can stop saying touch (laughs) in terms of certain uh, certain topics. Daddy issues, daddy issues. So when did you move on from God? Have have your parents moved on from God? Yeah, actually, the whole family has. It's really nice. We've all moved on from God. Makes it easier. You found Carlton? Yeah. Uh, what do you reckon's happened with Ross Lyon, though? It's all, it's all, like, it's, this is one of the most incredible seasons 
in the history. Like they've had, they've had a shit year. Every yeah. team has a shit year. Like and everyone's bailing yeah, on it. Yeah, like, but it's not so only a shit year. It has been a little bit more than that. Like they haven't dropped the ball a little bit. They've completely changed as a team. Oh yeah, they've they've changed balls. I mean, they have not have had Nat Fife and Sandalones that whole year. There's actually a quote here from the outgoing president uh, Harris. I can't scroll up to his first name yet. We'll call him Harris. Yep. Uh, and he said. Uh, Talking about Simon Lloyd and Brett Kirk, who headed home from being assistant coaches. Yeah. So both of them wanted to head home, but no one said it wasn't fun winning the Moran Premiership last year. Do you think in uh, 10 years, <laughs> 9 years' time, do you think the Freo guys will get together yeah. for the Moran Premiership reunion? Yeah, absolutely. They'll talk about how much fun it was. Yeah, Remember great. that time we were top? Did top you make the, the grand final? Nah, yeah, but who cares? It's semantics. Yeah, we had a we had a Moran Premiership hangover for the next three weeks. But the, uh, the president's leaving, and there's just been a bit of kind of t- discussion this week, I suppose, around the Perth media, the football media, that yeah. uh, there's a bit of tension between Ross Lyon and the playing group mm. and he did his best to try and debunk it but I suppose he's not a good debunker Ross because he's too honest he kind of says what he feels and he just gives way too much I think like do you, do you think he's the kind of guy that he's actually telling the players that he's a father figure to them is it that sort of thing as well? Like he's going up to the players. Oh, he's like, putting it in their like heads. Like one-on-one time in the changing room. Somebody's have a, had a rough day at training and he comes yeah. up and he puts a hand on their shoulder and he's like, look, mate, you're I like, need you to know. You're like my son. You're like my son. Oh. Or, yeah, like one of those people who goes up, you've been dating for an hour and they're like, this is my girlfriend. You're like, what? Hang on, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're not. We haven't done that. Maybe he's a bit more of a stepfather figure. So not the actual father. Yeah, you can't tell me what yeah. to do. But they, uh, I suppose the lists of the... Uh, tensions. Okay, so Sumich uh, got released from his contact ten days ago, oh. and he's most likely going to head back to the Eagles. Um, Ballantyne says he wants out. He wants to go to the Eagles as well. Well, that's pretty. I mean, it's not going to hurt their team going forward, but that's pretty incredible that Hayden Ballantyne, a great servant of the club, wants mm. out. I mean, yeah. you can't replace that kind of hatred. I mean, Nat Fife has said he's open to all offers, essentially. But see, Ross Lyon put family? that. Uh, they're, they're Western Australian, right. like country Western Australian. And so he he wanted them to put forward a, a kind of a plan. Show me your plan for the upcoming yeah, next few years. Show me what's going to happen. Yeah. But see, Ross Lyon tabled that a few months ago when he said on, on the couch, he said, well, if Nat Fife doesn't see that what we're going to do over the next couple of years is any good, then I expect him to leave. So if he's really? already put that up there, yeah. then of course, and if Nat Fife says it, you go, well, that makes sense. His dad just said it. And then on top of that, they say <laughs> that... <laughs> Uh, David Mundy came out and said maybe um, uh, there's a rift between Ballantyne... Well, sorry, there's speculation of a rift between Ballantyne and Fife. And they yeah. say Fife is quite a demanding leader. Yes. Which is kind of weird coming from the captain. What is... It is weird. How, how demanding can you be? Like, because isn't that what uh, the, the kind of raps on Nathan Buckley always was? That he was... Because he was so good, and then the players that he played alongside weren't as good, and they couldn't yeah. reach the levels that he did. So by demanding, is it you know diva sort of stuff? Uh, like I refuse to do this, I don't want to do this, or is it that I I, I expect a certain level of quality from my fellow players? Yeah, what, no, he, what, that. Yeah. that. No, yeah. he gets chopped into games. What? He gets what? helicoptered into each game. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he, yeah. His uh, Gatorade is uh, French Gatorade. No, oh, I think that's it's... Good. Yeah, yeah, after no, a game. Fine. Yeah. I think it's the kind of thing, like a Buckley. Like, Buckley would have been football 24-7. And yes. so, if you weren't 24-7 football, then Buckley would probably look down at you. Yeah, and, and yeah. I think that was the knock on him, and I think that's what coming, what's coming from Nat Fife. They showed vision of him in the rooms last week with the, with the other players, and, you know, he's just... It looked like he was quite... Um, Animated with what he was saying to them, and they maybe that can be taken the wrong way. If players go, hey, "Fuck off, mate! You got a broken leg. Look yeah. at your hair. <laughs> you weren't asleep, mate. You yeah. know that, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bounty's dad gives him more pocket money than everybody else, so you know. Yeah, that's not fair. It's not fair. So I think we can safely say Freo's going to uh, c- collapse. 
Seriously, it's one season. Like, come yeah. to Carlton. Learn how to deal with <laughs> 10 years of horror. You know, it's just been too... Just Frio fan. Everyone just relax. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, there, I think there's nothing to say from the, an organisation like that with the money and with the yeah. with the people around that they can't just bounce back up next you're year. You're going to get Cam McCarthy next year. He's a gun forward. You'd be no surprise if Frio was in the top four next year. If they, Even if Ballantyne Oh, that'd be very left, surprised. You've lost your fucking five. mind. Yeah, I actually would be surprised <laughs> yeah, that. you're an but, idiot. you know, Melbourne nearly made the finals today. <laughs> things nearly. can happen. They nearly did their best. They're going to be having catch-up in decades for this. Yeah, Remember absolutely. Yep, 2016, we, nearly, got there. we yeah. nearly made the finals. Yeah. But I do like a little quote from Harris again. I can't, I'll have to scroll. Steve Stop. Harris, I believe. There we Harris. go. Uh, he said, I'd just call complete bullshit on that. Um, oh, uh, Talking about, oh, remember the thing we brought up a couple of weeks ago and we talked about there was speculation that Dockers players wanted to play Waffle instead of Seniors. Yeah. Because of the uncomfortable environment at Fremantle. So the quote here, I'd be comfortable to call bullshit. Well, I can't, I can't tell for sure whether it says bullshit. It says bull, a B-U-L-L-S star star T. So I'm thinking, okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and yeah, say okay. that's, that bullshit. said yep. bullshit. Absolutely. On that, I find it hard to believe. Uh, do you know any players who'd rather play Waffle than AFL? Is that some 89-year-old bloke saying on Talkback Radio that he knows that because his cousin's best friend's neighbour told him now... KB's not 89, okay? <laughs> that's that's yep, completely harsh. completely unacceptable. But maybe some players do want to play Waffle. Maybe you've got better mates down there. You kick 10 goals. You're a hero. Imagine that, remember that season I kicked 100 in the Waffle? I only kicked one goal, six for Frio. And some of those suburban grounds are quite cute. Too. Yeah. You know. You don't you have can, to travel. People, that, people, you know, you can, hear the, you can hear the crowd calling out to you properly. Yeah. I um, went and watched a game up in uh, Monbolk recently, up in the Dandenong Ranges, yep. and the ground is on such a, a tilt, such an angle, that, you know, for half the game you actually get the ball kind of just rolling towards you. See, that's lovely. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah, like Who an old pool that? table in the, in the rumpus room. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> the ball just comes towards you. You just kind of jog downhill. Well, see, and the other thing there is you just plonk yourself in that pocket and the ball just comes to you. You don't have to go and get it. Yeah. I'd play Waffle. I'd love to play Waffle. That'd be great. Fuck playing under Ross Lyon as well. Imagine getting a bake from him at halftime. I'd rather just go there. You're in the Waffle thing. The guy's telling you, I feel like, fuck off, mate. I'm having a beer. Yeah, yeah my Stop yelling at me. I got, yeah, I got my junk time uh, stubby holder. That's because you hate your dad, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. He's an angry man. So, Nathan Buckley as well. Interview on Friday on SDN. Oh, massive. In the coach's box he was. So yeah, if he doesn't get Collingwood to finals next year, yep. he expects that he will lose his job. Yeah. Which I, I, I love that honesty. I love to hear honesty from coaches, you know, when they say, oh, we're not sure about this, we don't know if this player's going to come up. I love the honesty. He came out and said what everyone is thinking. If he doesn't make finals, it's not going to happen. And the question was put to Eddie on the uh, Fox footy coverage, and he said, I haven't even thought, I haven't <laughs> even thought about that. And I, I agree with him. Eddie would not think about the coaching... Collingwood next year, he's just all about this year. He hasn't ever thought to 2017. Yeah, he's not nah. that kind of guy. No, nah, it's not. Live in the moment. Yeah. He yeah, said yeah, you've yeah. got us like Neil Baum and some other dude. It's not even Eddie's problem. Not even Eddie's call. No. He There's doesn't no even way know. he has that kind of power at He didn't even know. Bucks just had one year to go on his contract. Yeah. He had no idea. No, I think what Buck said was brave. They're just going to burn another year at Collingwood and then they're going to deal with the situation. Yeah. So how far into the season do you reckon it will become an issue? Like 10 games if they're three and seven? The thing is, it's a massive call for Eddie. It's a massive call for Eddie. No, but Eddie earlier this year said... have to get rid of him. But Eddie said earlier this year, if I have to sack him, I will. Yeah, he says that. Yeah. But, man, he hasn't even thought about it. Yeah. You know, I don't even know why I'm bringing it up. At what point do you do it, though, and it's nice and quiet and quick? Like, when do you you get it done? Mm, It's a good point. I mean, how, how do you do it? Do you just take bucks to a field out in, like, the country? Christmas Eve. 
get it done on Christmas Eve. Everybody oh, hang on, moves. before the season, yeah, before they've even yeah. played. Just do it on Christmas Eve. Everybody get presents the next day. We forget that it happened. So, so you're basically saying Bucks will not coach next year because they're going to kill him on, on Christmas, Christmas Eve. Oh, okay, you heard wow. it first here on the Junction. Yeah, podcast. I know. Tegan's look, making the big calls. Look, I, 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 I you know. I, All right. So, okay. So you're you're on the Brisbane board. How do you get rid of Justin Lepich? Because everyone knows he's him. not going next year. How, how are you going to do it? What do, do we, you say? Is to that him? is that certain now, or we just all know that he's? I think well, he's got to present yeah. to the board about his own job. I think the general word is that he's going to have to go, and also Lethal Lee, uh, he's going to jump off the board as well. Yeah. Um, and he wants to focus on his media commitments and his uh, relationship with Divine Holmes. <laughs> is he still with them? Oh, no, I haven't seen that ad for a while. But I'll tell you, in the background, like, it's bubbling away. All right, okay, maybe not Christmas Eve, grand final Eve. You just do it when there's oh, like that's... so much other shit going on. Yeah, yeah. Grand final Eve, like, too. People are like, oh, what? He lost his job. Ah, oh, grand final. And also for Leper, he has good feelings about grand final because he's a hero around there. He's not that shit yeah. Brisbane coach. Yeah. He's that triple premiership uh, halfback. Yeah, so Great people call. are going to be like, grand final. He what? You he know won. what? Do it. Half time. Get him out there. Go, Lepper, Lepper, come out of the middle. We've got something for we, you. We've got a, <laughs> and then just go, <laughs> got a tribute to. sacked. <laughs> and everyone like, Ooh, Lepper. And he's like, oh, you fucking Get dogs. Danny McGinn later, make him a banner. Oh, yeah, he can run shit. through. Yeah. Yeah. Work a treat. What rhymes with Lepage? Yeah. <laughs> Your shit. <laughs> I think it's a shame for Lepper because, I mean, I think they're hard up against it and he probably doesn't have the, the cattle. No, that have one cattle. might one might desire. Yeah. Uh, talk but also their gym. Cattle? Why does he need cows? I what <laughs> cattle? Yeah, their, their gym is underground. underground. They have yeah. no they have no sunlight when yeah. they work out. In and the gym. I mean, you're very strong down at North Melbourne during your time, mate. Mine's outdoors. As the coach, yeah. Mine is outdoors with like a magnifying glass you above got, it. You've got the you've got the uh, <laughs> people are burnt. It's like people are like ants. You've got those sun machines like they put on Eddie out at the MCG at night. Oh, the solar beds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone's got to train in goggles. Yeah, that's why Sam Gibson didn't see the barbell coming to his face because he was wearing those little goggles. Wear in the sunbed. They're tans, are spectacular. Oh, absolutely. They're yeah. the, they're the um, most vitamin D club in the in the land. There's a bit of word that Brett Ratton might be the uh, top notch job, uh, uh, top pick to head up to Brisbane. Yep. But yeah, Buckley. I don't know. The pressure's mounting. But you can't keep him around. If it's be like four years, if next year they don't make finals, he can't. It's been four years. He can't keep him around. Yeah, but he's already admitted that. So I don't say. I don't say. Uh, yeah, he's sorry. actually given Collingwood a get out because he's like he knows it. So it's not a big deal. Because when you call him into the office and you say, you know, is it is it eight, not a big deal, or is it braver for a coach to be sitting there going, "No, nah, I still expect to have my job." It does feel a little bit like almost giving himself that out. Yeah, you yeah, know, I, it, I do know what you're saying. I, I feel like it's braver to go. Why would I be out of a job? I'm going to do such amazing things for this club next year. Yeah. That would give me more confidence as a Collingwood supporter a point, yeah. than hearing the coach sitting there going, well, I guess if I mess it up, I just won't have my job. It's like, that's all well and good, but it will be another year of them watching yeah. you know, horrific but I, football. But I guess on the flip side of that is do you need realism? I mean... Mick Malthouse said he couldn't see Carlton losing a game. Yeah, they're in a premiership window. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big window. Actually, yeah, that's a good point because, as I just said before, <laughs> the honesty over at yeah. Carlton has helped this year. Yes, yeah, as opposed to um, out-and-out delusion. I mean, the only thing we'd be kind of happy about is that if Buckley does lose the job, uh, he does have a lot of outside interests, outside football. So yeah. he'll be out of fill at his time quite a lot. Bucks? Yeah. Doing Mul- what? Multiple hobby. Yeah. Multiple hobbies. He's got yeah. many hobbies. And it's not just football in his life. We know that for sure. Yeah, okay, That's right. A fact. It's very broad. I'm saying the opposite of the reality. Yes, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it took a while for me to pick that up, but I appreciate that. Little kid got his uh, football stolen at the MCG. I Adam, cried. why did you do that? Well, fucking keep your eye on the ball, son. I'm not completely across the story. Are you across the teague? Uh, yeah, kid went down. They were doing kick to kick. I think that's what it was. Yeah. 
And uh, on yeah, the post game, he's a little Tiger supporters, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. So ran down doing kick to kick. So he's just uh, seen his team lose from six goals up. So he's, he's already <laughs> oh, devastated. Dude, he's that, already got his little heart broken. He's already re- yeah. realising that he's a, a Richmond supporter and this is what his life is well, going to be. Well, that's the thing. He's at the age now where he's actually going to start realising what's going yeah. on. Fuck so man. he goes down onto the ground to burn some energy, get some of that anger out, yep. and uh, somebody nicks his ball. He's, which was, I believe, yeah. according to his dad, his favourite possession. Well, yeah, and it, uh, it had his name on it and everything. I mean, if that's his favourite possession, I mean, come on, son. You know, lift your game. But he's got to keep an eye on it. You know, there's balls flying everywhere and kick to kick when you're on the ground. Well, this is the one other thing that I would say is I've been down there quite a couple of times. Mm. uh, Quite a couple of times. Good sentence. (laughs) And um, it is a war zone Mm. down there. Yeah, and that teaches you to be a better footballer. You can't not be constantly aware because you will get smacked in the head with a football. And if you don't grab your football within five seconds, it will be picked up by somebody else. Not necessarily maliciously, just because they are ducking and weaving and trying to stay alive. So although the dad... uh, Chamber, what happened is then the dad put up a photo of the son crying. Uh, really, really heartbreaking photo. I was fine if I, because uh, I'm a father figure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you are. A lot, yeah, of, football, a lot of, of football. Uh, I was videos. fine that if, yeah. if my child is. Um, Bawling their eyes out. Yeah. The first thing I do is get a get a cheeky little happy <laughs> Photograph that shit. Just take um, it. Uh, 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 and put it online. Absolutely. Right. Everyone sure. needs to Everybody see it. can see. Um, and then, you know, the, the social media reacted. This one I did, I felt really bad for the kid. You know, yeah. a photo of a kid crying. That's really, really sad. The only thing I would say is it might not be a malicious thing. It could have just been No, the the ball had his name on it. Someone deliberately stole is that. Is he called TW Sharon? Yes. Yeah, That's yeah. His name. What a name. coincidence. Yeah, yeah, little Tommy Sharon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the ball had his name on it. They right. got they have since got it back. They have. The little fuckhead got his ball back. <laughs> you know? Just harden up, sunshine. You lost your ball and now you made a big deal of it. You know The thing is though, right, he got the whole of uh, Richmond got behind him, I believe. Oh, you don't want that. No, they did. I think yeah. they they got involved, you know, trying to get the kiddies ball back and all that sort of stuff. I I mean I just wonder if you could, you know. Go out in there and lose some other shit. Like, oh, oh yeah. that's not a bad yeah. idea, yeah. is it? Yeah. Lost I lost my, lost my, my DVD player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't find my card. Someone put in tuna. Somebody put a phone what about, crying. What about when uh, Ty, someone stole Ty Vickery's imaginary ball <laughs> in the preseason? <laughs> he dropped that and he couldn't find that for days. I saw the social media post. He was bawling his eyes out. <laughs> As a father figure, I put that on there. Yeah. Uh, now, no, but we, you, I, I think, I th- actually, sorry, to cut you off, I think that hardens that kid up. In 20 years, he could be a Brownlow medalist because now he is going to hunt. Every ball on oh, every yeah. field. He would never let oh, it get out of his sight. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we've made a better football. So whoever stole that footy, yeah. congratulations, you have made a Brownlow medalist. Absolutely. So if you're out there and you wanna you wanna help kids out, nick their balls. Nick yes. Yeah. I've always said that. Um we didn't bring we didn't bring it up last week by the fact that we recorded the pod, I think, about three o'clock or so. Yeah. So that last quarter of the Geelong and Richmond game, like I, I almost wanted to call you back up and just say, "Hey, can you come back here and we'll do to another Jackson Studios, another yeah. two or three hours about that last <laughs> quarter?" Because I mean, I, I know for, for, as a Hawthorne fan, I know we're not on top of the ladder anymore. Mm. But uh, and it was better for Hawthorne if Geelong lost. But I do like I do like a good laugh as much as the next man. <laughs> and to come back from six goals down, it was it was oh my god, it was. So what happened? It was it was awesome and. Horror. It was like watching a car crash. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and not one of those fun ones. Yeah, not yeah. not like a little bumper bender. Like no, where no. like it's yeah. like car a ru- flipped Russian YouTube clip. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Natasha. Yeah, you go. Did someone just come out of that? I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, it was brutal, and it kind of it just summed up 
Richmond. I mean, I'm sorry, Richmond fans, but yeah, it, it is tough. The epitome of the last 30 years. So there were six goals up, and yeah. in within 20 seconds, Josh Caddy had a great goal. So they got it out of the centre and moved it, Caddy goal, and you go, oh god, they're on here. Yeah. And then it just it just escalated from there. Oh, it was and horrific. They, so, and they kind of lost. You know, because as a fan. You, I know as a Carlton supporter, I can never get excited about yeah. being in the lead. But six goals, you'd be pretty comfortable. But as a Carlton supporter, would you be comfortable at no, six goals? Right. No, no, you're I not. So I, I think as Tigers wouldn't. fans have learnt, uh, Mick Malloy has twin boys who he's uh, who he's made barrack for Richmond. And one of them after it just said, why, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of heartbroken children around the ground. And good on them. Haven't good on them for get there. Haven't said that. Hard week said this week. I think personally we'll bounce. it'll be quick bounce. Mm. I think we'll be back in the finals next year. So there we go. Oh, there you go. So no, nothing to worry so about Richmond sports. It's written in stone. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. There were some interesting articles this week about some of the weird cats of the AFL. Oh, there's many a weird cat, aren't there? Many weird cats. We had big hairy cat for a while. Yeah. Now we've got weird cats. Yeah. So Brody Grundy of the Pies. Yeah, Collingwood Ruckman. Yeah, so he was on an AFL uh, kind of a video story uh, about, well, he was spray painting. It was very weird, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, his life so, was a spray painter. So, so if you haven't seen it, he's what? doing, he, he, hooked, he hooked up, he got in touch with a uh, graffiti artist, a Melbourne graffiti artist. Right. And they're doing a, uh, a piece, I guess, on a wall in Fitzroy's, just near the Napier Hotel, I worked it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's just talking about how it's kind of opened his, it was, it was weird, wasn't it? It's like, it's, it's on the AFL website, if you want to check it out. It's Is uh, it Brody meant to Grundy. be inspiring? Is that what you mean by it's these It's a nice videos? story. Like, am it I is a, no, it is a nice story. I think they got one from about Maxi Gorn where he talks about wanting to be a barista or something like that. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. He has a cafe in his own house. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah, yeah. so, so it's, it's actually quite a nice story. And right. he talks about, but Brody talked about how he didn't like being regarded as a bit of a weird cat because he goes, well, but then I go, well, you, you, you're doing graffiti on a wall and also you ride a scooter. And he goes, I'm just a six-foot-eight man riding a scooter. He's going, yeah, yeah well, that's, that's weird. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> yeah, he goes, how else am I supposed to get to training and helps me get through traffic? But it is a nice story. It is a nice story. There was also another article on uh, Darcy Moore. Mm. Seems to be Collingwood has a lot of weird cats. Is that part of their drafting? Yeah, uh, and he also you know? said he doesn't like being referred to as a bit of a weird cat. Oh, God, you've got you to own it. But do you know why? Own your weird cattedness. Yeah, absolutely. Do? So does he? Do you know why he's? Well? well, this yeah. thing. Do you know why he's referred to as a weird cat? And puts his penis in a vice. No, no that's fine in football. That's <laughs> okay. Normal. Yeah, okay, right. This is the one thing I fucking hate about Australian rules. Okay? Oh, Michael, don't t- nothing. You can't hate anything about Australian AFL. rules football and the culture around Australian rules football. It's one uh, of the things I absolutely fucking hate. I don't like what this is going. If on. There are kind of players in this room right now. I'd I'd give them the old Liverpool kiss. Really? That's right. Okay. Uh, this is the quote from the article. He would rather bury his head in a book than mm-hmm. sit glued to Friday night football, even if he draws scorn from teammates when he opens a novel during interstate trips. That's the shit thing mm. about Australian rules football. Is it scorn? No, is that you oh. get fucking hung shit on you for reading a book. But what surprises me about that shit, because I've heard that sort of, you know, that attitude before. Mm. They all went through school. I mean, didn't they? They would have read books and stuff like that. It's not like... You would hope. Yeah, yeah. It's not like they they come from an alien kind of planet where they're they're not reading books. Why is it such a weird thing if if somebody goes, no, I'm I'm entertained by this? Absolutely, I've heard players. Um, they say, oh yeah, he's a bit of weird caddy. Um, you know, like he reads the newspaper and stuff. Yeah. It's like how fucking how fucking stupid <laughs> do you? But it's it's pride and stupidity, which With is one thing. He knows who our fucking prime minister is. He's yeah. a fucking yeah. weird cat. With regards to more in the books he's reading, has he figured out where Spot is yet? <laughs> no, they're novels, Tiggs. So 
novels, he said. Sorry. So he's got. Yeah, he read the Utopia Experiment, a book by British uh, academic Dylan Evans. Just See, recently. fantastic. I mean, what do other players do on the interstate trips? What do they just stare? Like, does Travis Cloak just stare into the oh, I guess into the on, distance? Uh, they're on Instagram, aren't they? Well, see, when you're up in the air, though, what, what's he doing? Uh, that's true. There's no, there's no Wi-Fi. I mean, unless they're connected to the Virgin Wi-Fi, which isn't really Wi-Fi, it's, you know, I guess they intranet. just have to take photos of themselves, you know, ready for later. That's a know? long flight to be taking photos. I mean, I want to know what, what's Trav... Maybe Trav's uh, envisioning what's happening in the game. He's visualising. That's what it is. They're he goes, visualizing. all right, yeah, first yeah. quarter, I come out, I drop it, I <laughs> fail to pick yeah. it up, gets rushed away, and West Coast kick a goal. Great. But it gets me annoyed that they have a lot of they have a lot of free time and they have an absolute uh, large amount of money. Like, yeah. there are, how many 22-year-olds in this world are on half a million dollars? Yeah. Quite a in, few. In the normal world. Okay. And, and yet they have this uh, lack of desire for self-improvement and intelligence is looked down upon. But you know what's funny is that sort of energy that, you know, everything they focus on has to be about football, you know, which I'm sure is fed to them. Like, it needs to be their number one focus, their number yep. one priority. Uh, the hurdler, Michelle... How do you say her last name? Jenicky. Jenicky. Yeah. Jenicky was kind of... there's a, She's all throughout the papers today because she pointed out on social media that she's a normal 20-something girl. She has... You know, she's going to uni. She has other priorities in her life. Yeah, right. And somebody high up in the Australian Olympics kind of body there slammed her going, well, why are we giving you funding if this isn't your number one priority? Oh. And... Although, sure, with the funding at the Olympics, everybody is looking at it at the moment because we haven't, you know, lifted quite well. I thought well. we did really well. I'm very <laughs> proud of our people. At the same time, I think that's where you get people who, you know, maybe smash up baby pianos because they've been focused on nothing but their sport yeah. for so long that then, then they go out into society. Well, yeah, and try to learn the piano in one hit. And it's really <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> and then you flip said piano. No, I mean, that's who I, I, that's I who think I you're right, man. I think the idea that also you are retired at... 32 or something. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a weird concept to put to retirement next I mean, to your name comedy, at that age. I mean, that's when people consider starting their careers. I'll get on to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think the aftermath, when you wake up your final day out of the uh, club okay. All right. and you wake up the next day and you haven't, you haven't put any kind of development into your education or your, your, your work career, yeah. mm. it'd, be, uh, it'd be a horrible... No, 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 but if you've got a guy lining up for goal... In the grand final, Siren's gone, you're three points down. Would you rather he can nail that goal, Michael, or that he knows the works of Dostoevsky? I want that motherfucker yeah, to be dopey as all hell and to kick that goal. Having said that, yeah. I don't care what he does after his career. That's not my problem. Actually, That's society's problem. That's true, actually. I prefer a three-peat than fucking whether, you know, fucking Paul Poplow's yeah, watched uh, up with George Orwell's, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. omnibus. Whatever. I don't. I don't need to know that. I want kicking goals. I don't care how dumb they are. It's not our fucking problem. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There's some special occasions coming up, Adam. Oh, might have to wrap up shortly. Talk me through it. Birthdays. Now, <laughs> we've become a big fan, obviously, of Guns and Roses. Yeah, absolutely. Michael went and saw Guns and Roses in Toronto. He has mentioned that occasionally on the. Yes. Uh, on the show. And they're coming out on Tuesday, February 14. So oh. that's Valentine's oh, Day. Valentine's taking care. Day. Haunting. Taking care for everyone. Yeah. See, next year I think I'll be at the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey vomiting aggressively in the, the aisles. Isn't that when those films come out? Oh, like the, a new oh, one. Oh, right. Yeah, I think that's sorry. I think no, that's isn't, isn't there a Bridget Jones's baby coming out? Uh, yeah, I think there is. Uh, yeah. I think that's this year. Yeah, maybe Fifty Shades the next next Valentine's Day. Because yeah. what says love? Like a uh, millionaire, a tiny weapon whipping you. Now, mm. <laughs> it's such a terrifying film. Yeah. Anyway, we won't, we won't touch on is that. Is that what you think? Is that what you want Buddy to do to you? <laughs> they're coming out. Okay, they're coming out Feb 14. Great. Yeah. Get to the point. 
Hang on, this is this is a, a footy podcast. Why are we talking about Gunners? Because yeah. the MCC, the Melbourne Cricket Club, the oh, members at the MCG, yeah, absolutely, they have released a bit of information about what they have planned uh-huh. for the day that Guns and Roses are performing. Ooh. Lovely. Yes. Yeah, so because when I think. You think Gunners. Guns N' Roses, you think MCC. I think MCC. I think, think, I think wear a collar. You think smart casual yeah. wear a collar. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I think bone trousers. You think small, full strength beer in a glass. Yeah. You can't take it back to your seat. Absolutely not. And gluten-free pies. That's yeah, what you that, think. that's what I think. Yes, yeah. gluten-free pies. Yep. Yeah. Didn't the know G. about that one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's a ripper. It's, it's, real, it's real meat too. Like it's actually oh. quite a nice pie. Angus beef. Uh, it's kind of like mince. Ooh. Yeah, it's Pretty very wagu. nice. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. nice, yeah. nice. Uh, and, and JJD, let's not forget. You well, got JJD and the members too. Will he be going to Gunners? Absolutely, dude. Yeah, okay. He's already sorry, been calling sorry. me up. Yeah. yeah. He wants to borrow my T-shirt. Yeah, okay, cool. I say no. He's hoping Skid Row's <laughs> going to support. <laughs> and I'm going to say, I'm going to say no, because uh, I just wore it about an hour ago and it made me really itchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the best quality one. So, if you want to yep. go to Guns N' Roses and you're a MCC member, here's the great deal they've got going on. For $265, mm. you get a ticket. Mm-hmm. Also, you get a ticket. You get to enjoy a cocktail party oh. in the Frank Gray Smith Bar. Well, that's get... another thing that when I think Guns N' Roses, you think cocktail, cocktail parties, party. don't you? A little Manhattan. Well, isn't that? Uh, 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 there's more. Hang on, no, but isn't that how Frank Gray Smith died? He was crowd surfing <laughs> yeah. at a Gunners concert, yep, and he, right. he, they dropped him, and he got trampled. Axel, and so they Axel, named the bar. Axel saw him filming, and so he ran into the crowd. And yeah, kicked him. him. Yeah, <laughs> kicked him. You also get to enjoy a two-hour grazing style menu. Along with the cocktails, the drinks package. Now, hang on, is that is that pre-show? Or is that during the song? Like at uh, That's at pre-show. Paradise City, do they bring out you know your your cornichons? Oh yeah. No. And then when you get to uh, Mr Brownstone, they bring out you know your heroin. Yeah, well that's the thing. You can then go and sing it, watch the guys sing about heroin, but they're yeah. not going to bring out stuff during Paradise City because that's the uh, final song. So, oh, is it? Yes. So oh. you really get. You hang only, on. And excuse considering me, Paradise City, you only Sorry. get. So if that, for the duration of Paradise City, you only get you only get seventeen minutes to enjoy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, excuse. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Spoiler alert, mate. Uh, traditional. They've been doing it for a long time. Oh, I don't. Yeah. yeah I hope. Uh, I'm sorry if I've ruined the Guns N' Roses. Oh, what, are they gonna, what are they going to finish on? Something from Sweet the fucking child, mate. spaghetti from the fucking um, spaghetti Chinese, Chinese democracy. <laughs> yep, something yeah. like that. Because I must say, when they did play a few of those songs, it got very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese democracy. A lot of people are like, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you like it, actually. A lot of people checking their phones. That's one I think the band argued You need about. to be careful about full strength. You know how we talked about full strength last week on the show and uh, why don't you just switch to wine or bourbon? Yeah. And I had someone uh, write into us uh, this week who said, I only just realised that they're also mid strength um, gym beam and wine. Oh, really? At the footy. So they've reduced How can yeah. you, I didn't alcohol even know as well. You could uh, do that. To, to reduce that, yeah, that's, that's sacrilege, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. can you? I don't, I don't know if you. I, I, I mean, I'm sure that you can, but I just hadn't heard of that before. That's disgusting. God. You know, when I when and there I, I was like enduring the taste, just going well. As long as it's doing something, I'll put yeah, up with exactly. This. When I buy wine and I peel the plastic lid off that, <laughs> yeah. I would like it to be full strength. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. not expecting anything short of that. I always think to myself. I mean, I've already carried the box all the way up my stairs. Yeah. So I, I've carried that weight. I want to get something out of it. Yeah. So that's very disappointing to find out, that's and I, I need to research that because I don't drink either. Of, I do drink wine when it gets into the. Last quarter, but I don't drink bourbon, so I need to suss that out. I mean, it was hard enough for me when I realised that Eddie had only stocks the uh, the dairy-free, organic, uh, raw cacao chocolate now. You can't buy a Twix at the... Seriously? Really? Yeah. No, no, no. This is a thing. They're sponsored by... Um, I forgot what the brand is, but you cannot buy chocolate chocolate at Eddie Had anymore. You can only get vegan chocolate. 
what the fuck are they doing <laughs> to our game? What is yeah. going on there? I lost my mind. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was horrible. So I bought it because well, I, yeah, you have I to. need my chocolate. Yeah, it's uh, not and your it fault. Was, it was horrendous. It mm. was horrible. We have a bunch of footballers in real life. Oh, yeah. We'll wrap it up very shortly. Who we got? Don't forget our live show, September 4, Sunday, 4 p.m., European Big Cafe, Mark Thompson, mm-hmm. and our stubby holders at junktime.bigcartel.com. Yes. Uh, Hey, I've been really kind of slacking the footballers in real life this year. I've only seen Rob Murphy on the 96 tram. Sure, you've seen others. Friday. Yeah. Walking past uh, Mark Harvey in, uh, let me think, North Carlton. What the hell's he doing in North Carlton? Getting the lay of the land, mate. Yeah. Getting the lay of the land. He's an Essendon assistant now, isn't he? I'm not totally sure what he's up to now. I think he might be. Would he maybe have left when... Maybe he went back with Bomber and then maybe left when Westwood came out? Yeah, because they're old buddies. No, I thought he was still there, but uh, it's good to know he's just getting around. Maybe he's, uh, you know, heading down to where... Where would he have been going? What's in North Carolina? Get a bit of uh, bit of cheese? Yeah, yeah. There's a lovely uh, bakery down the corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Damien spotted Jack, T- Jack Tank, Trengrove and Max Gorn at the WWE in Melbourne last week at the Tennis Centre. Oh, nice. Were you there? Uh, no, I wasn't. And a lot of younger people say Rod Laver these days, but uh, that's cool. Yeah, I like tennis center. Yeah, yeah, it's neither. And why didn't you go? You're a big bridge. You're a big uh, WWE loser. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had other things to do. <laughs> um, and also, there's a big week for Brendan. Uh, spotted uh, Brad Scott. Oh, he posted the picture of this. Brad Scott out for out for a morning. Was it morning breakfast or a brunch? Uh, I'd say a breakfast, enjoying. What I believe was the pressed pork shoulder with a soft-boiled egg at a cafe in North Melbourne. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, we do our, 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 our listeners go with detail. We yeah, do love like the extra details. Like yeah, I mean, Seat it with a man wearing a pink shirt. Yeah. So there's one. And also Brendan this week spotted Robbo in Fairfield. Oh. Walking the dog. And he said he looked bigger and scruffier than mm. he does on TV. I okay. cloak crossing punt road, you know, normal that he should be there. Yeah. Uh, and he looks 40. Like really, he's cloaky. still in his twenties. He's doing it tough. He he just he looks so haggard. Yeah, right. Do we know which pub Robbo was coming out of? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> just went, or is there a TAB there? <laughs> or a pub tab? Uh, Combine both. Here we go. Sebastian, who's currently living in Germany. Thank mm. you, Sebastian. Uh, used to live in Melbourne. Um, early this year, in about June, went to nightclub on Chapel Street. Uh, at around, okay, this is a long paragraph. At around 2 a.m., I was at the bar trying to get a drink when I noticed people looking my way. Uh, Dane Swan was all of a sudden standing to my right, ordering a few drinks. He and his mate Dale Thomas. Next moment, we look over both their shoulders. Maxi Gorn was back. So spotted again. Maxie oh, Gorn, he's everywhere. And uh, Swan and Dale were definitely quite surprised to not be the centre of focus in the club anymore since you can't overlook Big Max. So that's nice. Wow, but, um, that's, uh, that must be hurtful when you know that <laughs> someone's coming up behind you. Teague, you like this one. So yes. from Bo, saw Brennan Favola one morning uh, up in Darwin. Saw Brennan Favola one morning at Discovery Nightclub three years ago. It would have been nearly four in the morning. He Oof. was playing later that day for the Waratahs Football Club. <laughs> I think he still managed to kick a bag, though. Uh, another regular on Mitchell Street, Stephen Motlop, was regularly sighted at the Casino of Discovery during last off-season. No wonder he came back fat. <laughs> wow. So he is. I can't believe we hadn't heard about that from the Hawthorne players, those dobbers. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and here we go. This is one from America as well. Ooh. So this is our final one uh, from Sam. Is Thank you, Sam. Job? Uh, not quite, not mm. quite. But he, Sam is from Missouri, Missouri, a state which shares a decent stretch with uh, Oklahoma of the border. Um, now, as you all know, Mason Cox played basketball at Oklahoma. If you go look at Mason's stats, 
at Oklahoma State, you'll notice he did fuck all there. <laughs> nice, nice use of the language. Yep. There you go. So anyway, a couple of years ago, my university played Oklahoma State in football, in brackets, the shit American type. And at the game, there was this ridiculously tall fella in Oklahoma State colours doing fuck all. <laughs> so I saw Mason Cox. <laughs> Love it. So there we go. That's Keep those the footballers end. in real life. I, I want to know if uh, the person in Germany has ever seen anyone getting uh, the old calf blood injection. Oh, yeah, the old Maxi Rook. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. you go over there, you get a little bit of calf blood put into your teagues. That's Maybe. why when the cows come home, you get injected and that makes... Because didn't, uh, didn't Adam Cooney... Do that as well for the knee? Might have, might yeah. have, yeah. R.A.P. Cooney, retired. That's that a bit makes sad, isn't it? It feels so uncomfortable. To get calf blood injections? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, we won't give you the gift. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you you've signed your waiver. Every, every time. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Teague, you're going to be on the Comedy Channel shortly with um, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. Do you Did know you when it's going to debut? I think they're going to um, sometime after the football season finishes. Okay. So okay. I reckon cool. late October. Great. Yeah, yeah which would be really man. cool. It'd be very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Keep your eyes out for that. And you are on Twitter. At Tegan MH, all one thing. That's convenient. Fantastic. Yeah. And you have. Are you, are you one of those people that you had your name's too long to get a whole Twitter handle? No, I can get a Twitter handle, handle. thanks, mate. You get Tegan Higgin both Actually, in the whole thing. Actually, I don't thing. know. I didn't yeah. try. Why can't, can't you get the whole thing? Well, I think I tried for Michael Chamberlain. There's, it a, was there's too a letter. Long. Yeah, it doesn't Is it really? Fit properly into something on Instagram. Yeah, okay. Full name. Yeah. And you are regularly writing for The H? Yes. Yeah, cool. And I'll be on the bounce next week. Do you feel oh, the, fantastic. Yeah, which will be fun. Do you feel the burden of having a long name? Do you have a middle name? Marie, yeah. yeah, it's a long name. What did you think yeah. the M was for? People remember it because it's ridiculous. So that's good. Yeah, gotcha. But um, we all have long surnames. We've all got that. Oh, burden. that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Filling out forms. I, th- I feel like yours a waste is a of... nice one though, Chamberlain. Like, I think it's just so. Oh, I'm right here. But I'm I added Michael, <laughs> so it's it's 17 <laughs> letters. I feel like I filled it, and I've got two middle names, Stephen Francis. I feel like I've I spent a lot of time filling out forms. Yeah, yeah. That's that's big. Yeah. Stephen Francis. Yeah, that's mm. a lot of names. Change my name. Chamber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we are Junk Time AFL Pod on Twitter, Junk Time AFL Pod on Facebook, and Junk Time AFL Pod at Gmail. Keep yes, on. keep buying those tickets for the live show. We appreciate that. Keep the merch coming down the track. It's uh, it's going to be getting warm soon, so you need to keep those beers cool. Yes, and thank you very much for taking for joining us. Thanks, guys. Hey, go Hawks. Go Blues.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 